The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, I am Metminick, and this is Coach Speak coming at you after the NFL draft. And some things to be very excited about, uh, some... Things to definitely talk about. I just kind of want to want to get this one out there pretty quickly. Uh, make sure you have it for for your Monday morning commute and uh, just to to get some thoughts out there. First thing is, I, I feel like a lot of us, myself included, thought that this was the year they were going to rebuild the tight end position and the running back position, and that we could possibly see a double dip in one of those positions in the draft. Uh, that didn't happen. Between the two, we only saw one addition. Chase Brown, who I think is a phenomenal player. My only beef with him was was his you know, high amount of carries. So I, I don't know how long... Uh, you know, his longevity might be in the NFL, but you know, he's a guy has got good size. He's got good power. Um, and, uh, he can, you know, he can break some tackles, make some explosive plays down the field with his speed as well. Um, done some nice things in pass protection as well as in the past game. Uh, particularly they ran a lot of wheels with him and he's good. Like he's good. He can track balls. He, he had a really nice catch on a wheel at the NFL combine as well. It's one of the first things that stood out, uh, to me about him. So I think he's a guy that would have been in that conversation, at least for me, um, as like a third round type of target, along with guys like Israel Abataconda uh, and Tank Bigsby and uh, Miller, uh, Roshan Johnson, some of those guys. Like I would have put him in that same cluster. The only thing that helped me off was, man, I don't, I, I didn't know, you know, about the long term longevity um, and how, you know, what type of beating he could take, you know, how much, how much he could take. Uh, but he doesn't have to, they still got Joe Mixon, you know, so it's going to be a complimentary situation there. I think he feeds off Mixon well, but I think he's got a lot more juice than, than P Ryan did. Um, he has got the potential to, to take on a, a much larger role. And I think it could be a one, a one B type of scenario by the end of the season. So that's a running back position. Guess what? Tight end, they didn't do anything. They didn't take a single tight end. We take about the tight end uh, depth in this draft. I'll be honest with you, though. There were times when I was like, all right, you know, hey, it'd be great. Take Tucker Craft here. Hey, it'd be great. Take Davis Allen here. Take Will Mallory here. But, um, you know, Zach Koontz even, uh, who I wasn't a big fan of, but it got to the point. He went he went down far enough where it was just like, well, geez, with, with his numbers, it's worth a shot. Um, but uh, you know what? They were never at the top of my board. You know, it, it, I think they, they, they did a really good job of, of taking value. 
uh, sticking with value, being disciplined with that, uh, even though it meant not addressing that position. As I said, and took a lot of heat for, when they brought in Drew Sample, in addition to Irv Smith, you got your one-two there, right? Or, or your two-one rather there. Um, they made a Super Bowl run with with Sample, you know, as the number two guy and the primary guy, uh, you know, when when CJ went down. So they're fine. Like it's not a huge part of their offense. They've got the big three at receiver. Um, it's not a huge part of their offense. I think sometimes we try and force things, and, and I'm guilty of this too, because you know I wanted the tight end, especially the South Dakota State guy, especially me uh, being a college tight end myself. Um, you know, sometimes we're guilty of, well, they don't have this, they should add this. But sometimes teams don't have it because it doesn't fit what they do. It's not that important to them. Um, and, you know, I mean, Joe Burrow has never really had, like, a dominant tight end. You know, like, the guys he had uh, at LSU were, were, were fine. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they weren't that offense. You know, that offense was was Jefferson and, and Chase. And you get to the NFL, and guess what? That offense is Higgins. And Chase. So, uh, what do they do? I mean, they, they rebuilt that position, right? The two positions that they really looked to rebuild in this draft were wide receiver, uh, shockingly enough, and and uh, and David back. We'll get to David back in a minute, but kind of transition perfectly to wide receiver as we're talking about Burrow, what he does. But look, they went out and um, they got a slot who can return some punts for now, can maybe get in there and be a, a bit of a different guy. Um, you know, a bit of a change-up guy, older guy, uh, 25-year-old Charlie Jones. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking around this long without uh, saying his name. Uh, but, you know, real, real well-refined guy, a little shorter than they're used to, but not tiny. Not a great blocker, something that they'll probably need to work on with him uh, to get him in there. But, you know, that's a guy who can potentially replace Boyd uh, if they're unable to bring Boyd back, uh, but provides him with some depth, right? Remember, when, when Boyd went down, they were in trouble in that game. Um, and you know, now they've got another guy in that position. And one thing I talked about last year, I said, Hey, they're in trouble when Higgins goes down. Cause I knew Higgins was going to go down. All right. Like chase went out for, for longer, but Higgins is a twitched up, uh, soft tissue, soft muscle type of guy. And those guys have a lot of, of little tweaking injuries. Right. And there were times when they, they it sounded like he could play, but, but Taylor didn't let him, right? They, 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 they sat him down to protect him a little bit. So I think he's that type of guy. And I think, um, you know, I took some heat last year because I said that they should keep Kendrick Miller, or Ken, sorry, Kendrick Pryor, uh, because he, he provided more juice and could be an outside guy uh, if one of those guys was out, rather than uh, Stanley Morgan, who I love and is a great special team leader, but I just felt like the, the, it was too damaging to their offense. Uh, to not have one of those guys, they, they need somebody who, who could develop and be that kind of guy. And that's what they did uh, when they when they went out and got Iosivas. Don't quote me on that name, uh, but the dude from Princeton, right? Big, tall guy with a lot of potential uh, can be that outside guy. Uh, worst case scenario, all right, we're all planning on bringing Higgins back. I, I think that they 100% bring Higgins back, at least on a franchise take, worst case scenario. Um, but, you know, like maybe he develops into that. But otherwise, you know, he's he's at least that other guy, right, who can come in and spell some of those guys and give you a, lot, a little bit more juice than you get from Trent Irwin. I like Trent Irwin too, you know, uh, and he does some really nice things. But we want a guy who can punish you. You know, they need a guy who can punish you. If you're like, hey, Higgins is out, we're going to double chase. Who can punish you on the other side? Um, and I think this dude can do it. Um, I don't think Irwin's really, really punishing you. You know what I mean? He, he, he's productive. He can make some plays. Uh, but he's not going to make you, uh, you know, regret your life decisions uh, for, for, for uh, doubling up Higgins because Chase is out or vice versa. So they really went and they, they, uh, 
They really reevaluated that position. And then the, the defensive backfield, right? Um, I don't think any of us were expecting a safety. I, I wasn't. I, I barely looked at safeties. You know, I mean, I, I looked at some safeties, but I did not put the work I put into to corner or some other positions. Um, so I, I've got some work to do on battle. You know, um, I, I've, I've done a little bit. I've done some research, but I need to, to dig a little bit deeper to get some answers to some questions. Because uh, I don't know enough about the guy, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, they went out and they did that. Uh, so I think that's a third guy that you can throw into that mix. I think he brings a little bit of what you lost with Von Bell with his physicality. I think he can be a little bit more of a box guy um, than Nick Scott and uh, Dex Hill are going to give you. So I think it's some flexibility there. Um, I don't think, you know, that, that uh, those guys should be necessarily worried about them. I, I think it's a compliment. I think uh, all three of those guys can have a role at some point um, in this defense. Um, and, yeah, yeah, he can push for, for a starting role. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's, uh, whoa, you know, they don't trust Dex or anything like that. Like I've heard from some people, I do not think that that's the case. Uh, whatsoever. So you got that at the safety position. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, a corner, uh, obviously DJ Turner, uh, technician, uh, got a, not even film room piece, but a pe- another piece coming out of him, uh, very shortly, uh, that just kind of covers, I, during the draft process, I was so impressed with him, uh, and how well coached he is and how smart he is, uh, that I did a couple of, uh, of like teaching tape clips. Uh, so those will be coming out in Cincy's Jungle article. You can also dig and find them on my Twitter probably. Um, but, but I organized those into a Cincy Jungle article that, that should be out shortly if it's not by the time you're listening to this. Um, so he's, he's really good and he is super fast, right? And not super long. So he was not somebody that I really thought that they were target, but very, very good player. I had a high second round grade on him. Um, and they got him at the end of the second round. So fantastic value, super duper fast. Uh, again, makes up for that length, super smooth too, right? Which it's something that people that are very long, aren't usually very smooth, but that helps them transition and get into position quite a bit faster. Um, so I'll have a full, full film room. I'm going to come in at, at some point, but, uh, you know, keep an eye out for that other piece, uh, coming out soon as well. And then they went with DJ Abby in the back. I know nothing about that guy. He was like the 140th ranked cornerback by Brugler, something like that. Um, I haven't watched anything on the dude so uh but hey that's what i'm here for i got you i got your back uh i will do some research i will dig into some of these guys uh most of them i already know about but you know a couple of these guys i I need to do a little bit more work on uh in the coming uh weeks here and there will be film rooms coming out uh, about each and every one of these guys yes even the punter i will figure out how to make that something that's readable uh (laughs) i will do it uh, for you because I love coach loves you. All right. Lo- love you tuning in. Love you reading. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all you. So, uh, there will be the first one dropping though. Uh, should be, if it's not out by the time you listen to it, it should be out very soon is the miles Murphy piece. Uh, talking about how we are really under reading this dude and what a, what a, a serious player he is. So definitely, uh, stay tuned. Check that out. Coming out real soon. I am coach Minnick. Since jungle. Coach speak. We did. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. You hear the crowd? We coming for what's ours. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. 